I want to make sure that those guys are doing because things are slowly, slowly going to start to get back to normal, which is music to everybody's ears, especially the guy we're about to speak to, the CEO of the uh, uh, Football of South Australia, Michael Carter, joins us now. Michael, thanks for joining us. Last time we spoke, uh, well, there was a lot of question marks. We didn't know whether we were Arthur or Martha. Are we any uh, sort of more certain about what's going to be happening in the future? How are you, Dom? Um, Travis? Hey, Mike. Mate. Um, yeah. It's an interesting stage. I think we're inching closer to getting back to some form of activity, um, which is great. Um, we've sort of flagged a May 11 date for return to training. Um, this is all prefaced on the uh, approval required through SA Health and the, and the government, um, which we're working on at the moment, but um, good signs at this stage. Well, what about, uh, we'll get back to the MPL in a, in a tick. What about the kids, uh, them getting on the park uh, soon? I mean, the kids are allowed to go to school now. Uh, I find yep. it hard to believe how they can't get on a big field and kick a ball around. Yeah, look, we've um, we've put together a set of guidelines, a return to training guidelines, based on the AOS document that was released by uh, the federal government last week. That's under review at the moment, um, and we're hopeful of being able to provide that to everybody this week to enable kids to get back out in the park and start training with a view of starting competitions, if permitted, uh, potentially in June. Uh, Michael, uh, that competition restart, is that uh, in, for the NPL as well? Well, we've, we've, we had a series of um, club presidents meetings last week. Our view is that the juniors will likely start before the seniors. We've flagged the July uh, start date for the NPL State League 1, State League 2. And we're hopeful of being able to achieve that. We've got a lot to work through with the clubs in terms of uh, the number of people uh, able to attend. At the moment, uh, gatherings are restricted to 10. So there's a bit to work through there. But we hope that the way that um, this is tracking uh, with the number of cases, and I think we're up to 13 days now um, of no cases, that continues. Uh, I'd be fairly confident we'll be able to get to, back to some activity later later in the uh, in the year. We're all looking forward to that. That is for sure. Yeah. Has the uh, has the format of the league been discussed in terms of how many games are we going to finish the season proper? Are we still going to have the cup and finals? Yeah. Look, if we if we start in July, Travis for the NPL, we're looking at a twenty two round season that will take us to the end of um, the end of November. Uh, we could play final series. We're still it's still up in the air with regards to this. We've got a lot of consultation with the clubs that need to take place to ensure that we can achieve that. I would say at this stage the cup is likely to be off the table and the, uh, the home and away season will be the focus. Now, you mentioned that you uh, uh, caught up with the presidents of the clubs. Uh, did any of them mm. mention about financially how they've gone through all this and how it's affected their individual clubs? Yeah, look, it was certainly discussed. Um, we've all been hit fairly hard financially um, uh, by this, Dom. Um, uh, the club's uh, revenue from gate and sponsorship and so forth and, and any fundraising activities have been hit very hard, um, as have ours. So as a sport, um, we will look a little probably uh, different to what we were in February. Um, but we're looking to try and support everybody where we can so that we can rebound um, in a very efficient manner. Have there any, are there any clubs at all that you know of that may not have survived this and they might have to shut the doors or they're all okay? No, I think at this stage everyone's okay. Um, 
well, I know that they're all okay. I haven't had any indications that there are clubs that have closed the doors and won't return, which is great. Um, they're going to we're going to need everybody to be up and up and running to be able to cater for the forty odd thousand players that we've got in the state. Yeah. Um, and if we will try and support them where we can. Michael, I know the player wages are of huge concerns to, to the clubs, uh, and I know a number yeah. of clubs are speaking to playing groups about the possibility of reduc- reduction of wages and, and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. to try and get through this season. Um, yep. where, does the, where does the Federation stand in, in terms mm-hmm. of that, um, in supporting clubs, uh, I guess, if players are to move on, um, honouring contracts uh, and that kind of stuff, and, and have clubs indicated that they potentially may not be able to field a side, uh, I guess, because of losing players? No, look, no clubs have told us that they're not going to be able to field teams um, to, if we return to, to competition. Player wages has been discussed. Um, we've sought advice in terms of what we're able to do from a, from a, a, a state sporting body point of view. Um, the contracts with the players rest with the clubs, yeah. and it's the clubs. You know, it's their legal responsibility to have those discussions directly with the players. We've had some commentary around wanting uh, players to um, be kind to their clubs and make sure that they don't put any funding pressure on them. During obviously, given the financial situation that they're in, my sense is, and from the discussion that I've had with with some players around the traps. Uh, that there is a, a real willingness to, to work with the clubs. They understand that they are vital moving forward. And uh, at the end of the day, I think the players want to get back out there and have a, have a kick around with their mates and get into some competition. Well, you know, the clubs, you're right, uh, they, they come first. They are bigger than the players. I mean, I think the SNFL players agreed to play for nothing this season because of the situation. Maybe some of the NPL players should take a leaf out of that book and just play for nothing just to help their club out. Well, they may do that. I, I think that will, there will be a number that will that will do that. Um, competition play and and getting back to with your mates is going to be more seen as a, a more important than than getting a couple hundred bucks on a on a Saturday. I think. Yeah, absolutely. So, have you have you been handling all this, Michael? You've been pretty busy, sort of changing uh, the date every other day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, it's been really really interesting um, period for us all. We've obviously, as we discussed last time, we stood down. I think about 87% of staff, which has been really challenging, but we're starting to bring people back slowly uh, as as this plays out. Um, we've been doing a lot of modelling, both from a financial point of view and from a competition management point of view. We're still planning for the State Centre, so the design work there is going ahead, which is really exciting for the yeah. game. And uh, we'll release some details of that soon. We hope to break ground probably September, October this year, and that's uh, looking like, likely. Um, and our other infrastructure projects continue. But, uh, yeah, we've also been, you know, the, the consultation levels with the clubs and the associations, it's a big game, there's a lot of people to talk to, and hopefully everyone feels comfortable that uh, we're in control to the best of our ability um, to make sure we come out of this in a positive light. Absolutely. Uh, Michael, you, you mentioned earlier that you need to get sign-off from SA Health. Um Yes. When's, when's that likely to happen, and, and will that give an indication on when games could possibly start as well? No, we're focused, Travis, at this stage on return to train. Training, yep. So the communications that we've had, that we've sent out, basically say that training clearly is the first step towards resuming competition. We provided that to the Office of Rec and Sport last Friday night, um, Friday afternoon, and uh, it's in at Health SA Health as we speak. 
um, and is being considered. It's a really practical uh, plan that is uh, pretty easy for everyone to follow and it's going to be critical that if we do get approval that everybody's going to need to be really diligent and follow this. If we prove as a game that we can manage this and the restrictions that are going to be around training, there's going to be a lot of confidence that we can come back and play. Well, Michael, we're in a better position than last time we spoke, and it's amazing you still sound pretty sane. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't got much hair left, though, I tell you. I'm I'm, I'm doing all these Zoom meetings. I get to look at my my skull, and it's um, receding quite significantly. uh, Uh, Well, it's been been an unbelievable challenge, but uh, well done, mate. Keep up the good work, and uh, let's hope uh, everything comes good, and we'll keep in touch, all right? Good on you. Thanks for your support. Cheers, Michael. No worries, Michael. That's the uh, CEO of uh, Football South Australia, Michael Carr.